because I like the bark when you shred a hole or like when you pull a hole yeah. pork butt, but it always feels like you're hunting for them. You know, it's like the croutons in a salad. Oh, you're like, yeah. ooh, oh, yeah. croutons, you get excited about that bite. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with the, the bark. Sometimes it's just gone pretty quick. Everybody yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody goes for it and all you got left is... Is the middle. Yeah. But that, it was just all through. It was good. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast. I'm Cosmo, sidekick Wes. Sidekick. What's up, bro? What's up? Not much, man. Today's podcast is going to be about twice the bark on pulled pork. But before we get started, shout out to the uh, Good Good clothing line for sending me all this sweet new merch. They have not sent me anything. I just want to say that this, I, everything I have, I have to give back. I usually don't wear colors like this. I'm like black, you know. Yeah, it's, it's the uniform. Does this? How does this look? It looks good. My wife says it really compliments my skin and my eyes. That was nice of her to say. How'd yeah. you feel after hearing that? Uh eh, we didn't talk like that when I have you ever up. felt anything? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? No, I don't not to my wife. No, it's not, for, not shut up to my wife, but you know, when I was growing up, yeah, it when was, somebody complimented you. It was put your put your church clothes on and stay on the front porch till we go to church or court or yeah. funeral. Sure. And then the second you got home, put it up. Yeah. Don't play, do not pass go. You know, uh twice the bark on pulled pork. I'm not going to say that I invented pork burn-ins, but I can say beyond confidence that I don't know of anyone doing it before me in competition. Oh, you're talking about cutting burn-ins out of what cutting we did? Cutting burn-ins out of... That would have been the, the time to do it, though. I didn't cut them out of pork belly. I think somebody took that and upgraded that. I cut them out of... Uh, pork butt. Pork butt. Oh, you, I've seen you do it with, well, maybe not. Those are just chunks, I guess. Well, I did them with money muscles, too. Yeah. Actually, it started with money muscles. We did a whole video on that. Yeah. But I... But somewhere. I, I'm not saying. I'm, you know, I always think I'm acclaimed. I do a lot of... I, I'm an inventor. You know? I'm, a, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I invent, a lot of shit. I invent things. I'm a, truth be known, I'm lazy son of a bitch <laughs> that invents a lot of shit. A mad scientist. So, I'm not going to say I did, but... If I had... I'm I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But uh, when it comes to twice the bark on pulled pork, there's no one doing it on the internet that I've seen. Not that I see everything on the internet. But um, this was an idea that actually got brought to me by my boy Donnie Teal when we were we were talking about something, and I was like, "Holy shit, man! I'm gonna flay that." And so just for context, so everybody knows, I take a pulled pork uh pork butt and i slice it in half almost to the end and then i fold it open season both sides real season good. both sides and rock and roll and well you had it oh it's great it's literally twice the bark you probably got the rest of it in the truck don't you i damn sure do probably yeah must be nice yeah it's going to the lake house you know it's not going to the lake house me well you wouldn't go anyway truth be known i got shit to do but today's a work day for me. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> that is true. Over here in his golf shirt, going to the lake. What? Did, what were your thoughts when, uh, when uh, we did that the first time? 
when we did it the first time, yeah, I wasn't there for that one either. You cooked that one at the house. Oh, you did it on the right. Weber. I did it on the Weber. And you and Jamie made that was I think that was the one you shot in manual focus. Is that the one you shot in manual focus? I don't know. I can't see shit now. <laughs> it was one of those. I can't remember which one it was, but no, that one you guys made tacos out of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's not when you look for it, it doesn't say the double the, the bark, you yeah. know. Right. Well, but you cooked it on the Weber. Yeah, I cooked it on the Weber. The one thing I didn't take into consideration back then is when well when you flay it out like that, I mean you got to be careful because you'll dry that thing out. Yeah. So this time, dun dun dun, we injected the piss out of it, and it was freaking juicy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, was good. It was real good. Yeah, it's you don't because I like the bark when you shred a hole or like when you pull a hole. Yeah. Pork butt, but. It always feels like you're hunting for them, you know. It's like the croutons in a salad. Oh, you're like, yeah. ooh, the old croutons. Yeah. Get excited about that bite. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with the the bark. Sometimes it's just gone pretty quick. Everybody, yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody goes for it, and all you got left is is the middle. Yeah, but that it was just all through. It was good. No, it was every bite, every bite. You see, the sandwich I made mm-hmm. was like nothing but burnt. You know, the, oh, the yeah. bark. It was good, and the sweet honey pecan on it was really good. Yeah, yeah, and that slaw that we make. I'm glad you did it. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's you. You made it sound like it was a lot of work, and it was like three things in a bowl. <laughs> were, I, well, yeah. oh, I, we just don't have time. Well, when I was a kid making that slaw, we made fifty pound batches. Golly! And uh, how much? How long would that last? Um, probably three, four days. Man, fifty pounds. That's serious. We would stir it with our hand. Man, that's back before you know germs, allergies, and shit like that. Back before germs, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one had problems back then. There wasn't no peanut butter allergies or none yeah, of that. All those kids died. They ate peanut butter and I killed over. What started all that? Like there was no one with. I mean, it's like Alex Jones. They got chemicals in the water, makes turns frogs gay. I literally never heard of a peanut allergy until I was probably in my thirties. Really? Yeah. I had a cousin that had one. Well, uh, we have two people on our staff that have them. Really? Yeah. So when they're on set, like we have to. Oh, I didn't. We even... really go through the recipes and go, okay, no, you know. Oh, I needed to know that I could have poisoned no somebody. <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna poison them. I need them. <laughs> uh, but you know, I start. You know, what's an, what's gluten free? You know, no peanuts, no seeds. Mm. Uh, one of them has seed allergy, I believe. So Golly, even, what can even, they eat? Oh, I, I had a buddy that did an allergy test. He was sick as a dog, and the doctor came in. He said, "Well, son, it'd be easier to tell you what you aren't allergic to." So I'm going to start there. Son, you're allergic to everything except corn and horses, and that was his diagnosis. Jeez, meat, everything except corn and horses, beef. I guess. Poor soul. He's doing all right now. My gosh. Anyway, double the pork or double the bark was. Uh, so we injected it. Uh, mix the injection, half a cup of pork injection to a tablespoon of moisture magic, 25 ounces of water, shook it up, and inject the shit out of it. Yeah, it was floating away. Yeah. We had to put it in a pan. Rubbed it with Dirty Bird Hot and Sweet Honey Pecan. And man, that Sweet Mm -hmm. Honey Pecan, I go heavy on pork with that. You do. You always have. Smoked it on the Traeger, put it on at 7 p.m., 
took it off at 7 a.m., wrapped it, cooked it for another it's about two and a half hours, It was. It hours. took a while to come up. Yeah. yeah. Total time, I think I had, what, 15 hours in the cook, and I love cooking on that Traeger overnight. Mm-hmm. Time out. I should. <laughs> Did you see last week the clip that they cut out oh, of yeah, our you podcast? Got, you got canceled. Where it made it look like, uh, like I hate pellet cookers? I, I might, may have seen that. So for those of those that don't know where we're from, we say, hey, man, go get that shit over there. And I apparently in the podcast, I said, you know, everybody's cooking on that shit. And fuck me. You would have thought I was clubbing baby seals <laughs> in the street. They're coming for you. You would have thought that I had classified documents in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> and they as long cut as you it give so them back perfectly. Willfully, it's okay. I started just getting roasted on TikTok. Oh. And I thought, I thought, well, this mother, this guy didn't even know me, you know? And then I go back and I never watched it, by the way. I just went, hey, you know, somebody attacks me. I'm boom. I'm out. of. I don't care. At that point, it's on site. I do not care. And uh, I jumped around and said, you know, it, it's weird how you take a segment out of a podcast and make it look like. And um, you said you got CNN. <laughs> and then I got CNN as a verb. I went, I went and looked at the. I went and looked at the 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 video he was talking about after the fact. And uh, sure, shit, man, it made it sound like like I was like I've never been CNN. I mean, they're, I'm not saying pellet cookers are bad in any way, shape, or form. But as a, as a they, of- I was telling Braden yesterday, he didn't cook barbecue. He was asking lots of questions, the guy that helped us on the video shoot. And he was like, "What? Are, so what do you cook on this and why? And I was like, well, that's a pellet cooker, and it's great for doing what we're doing right now. I was like, but if you wanted to cook a steak like fast and sear it off like you would cook on charcoal, it's just, it's, it's just faster that way. It's just more in line with what people do and have done. It's right. like it doesn't make one bad or one good. It's just that's the way you Your do preference. it. Your preference. That's just the way you do it. Yeah. Like you can try to sear one on the trigger if you want. They added that hot plate, which is cool. Like it's there's a million ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And the ironic thing is is in that video I was I was saying how pellet cookers have paved the way mm-hmm. to the barbecue community growing to its size. Because oh, nobody it, has to manage a fire. No. And it takes, well, and that's, a, that was a, the hardest thing when I was coming up is fire management. Not, there was, the I pits no are way better me, though. Huh? The pits are way better though. Cooking flavor wise? Oh, no, just the way it holds heat and the way the air moves like yeah. now. It, but it, it, it comes down to, you know, what's the outcome? Do you want to learn how to cook a brisket? Because I can teach you how to cook a brisket on anything in the frigging ground if that's what you, if that's what you Ooh, want to do. We should try that. Um, we'll but, dig the hole in your yard. Yeah, no, <laughs> no we're not doing that. <laughs> but the the pellet cookers, you don't have to worry about the temperature. You don't have to worry about how much you know how big a log is it that I need to put on. How much moisture is in the log? Right. What's the timing? Temperature spikes, temperature drops, staying up overnight. Like that was the point we were making in the video. Sure. At least as far as I can remember, I probably, you know. Well, if you put toe to toe, something smoked on a Traeger and something smoked on your L-Ray, they're going to be very different. Yes. 100%. The crust is going to be different. The flavor is going to be different. 100%. And it's, and how you yeah. quantify that is only if you've done yeah. it. So it's not a, yeah. It's not a knock on anybody. Yeah. It's just a, but they're to, different. Right. But I, I will say this, that Traeger XL. It gets it, man. They they addressed the problem there. I mean, Traeger to Traeger, 
Mine virtually is smokeless compared to yours. Yes. And you're cooking at sometimes higher temperatures. I mean, and I'm you, on super smoke and I'm looking for smoke. And the bark that that XL threw oh, with gosh, the smoke it ring. Oh, good. Like they're figuring some shit out. No, it was impressive. And, and, yeah, I might need what? to upgrade. I was thinking about this yesterday. The guys on the internet, because I, you know, I, you know, I feel like I'm freaking France or Sweden or whoever, you know, I'm in You're the You're Switzerland? Like, yeah, I'm Switzerland. I'm neutral. You know, I got one side like, how dare you? You're not going to join NATO? How dare you cook on that electric bake oven? Do not edit this up to say that shit for whoever <laughs> is going to be cutting this up. But, you know, how dare you cook on an easy bake oven? Sticks for life. And it's always the guys out of Texas. Yeah. And usually the real, the real mother out of texas don't talk like that yeah it's always the guys they that get it. can't cook they get it staying it's, up all night feeding a fire sucks <laughs> like, it sucks <laughs> and i've done it many times but it's oh, my point is is it, it's always the the mother that's the loudest mm-hmm. is most of the time the mother that can't cook at all or is just so stubborn or if they listen to what no, we're saying. They, they can't listen. They're, they could they're, learn. They're busy chirping. How to cook a little bit. I remember I was in a at a cook-off in Texas, and I actually got as a reserve grand or something like that. This was years ago, KCBS, when they were first moving over there. The guys next to me, I don't know if you've ever been to Texas and saw their cookers. Like, the, these motherfuckers will put everything on a cooker, and I absolutely love them for it. Kegs. Oh, yeah. Anything. Sinks. Yeah. And then Pitmaker came along and made them look fucking badass. But anyway, this was an oil field. Everybody's oil field down in Texas sure, yeah. back back in the day. Yeah. So, it, you know, they're dragging a 20-foot flatbed up here with every kind of cooker known to man welded to this bitch by somebody that really probably shouldn't be welding, you know. <laughs> but it'll hold. But it works. And I kicked the shit out of these guys. And they stayed up all night partying, you know, the whole thing. And the next day when we were leaving – one of their friends was drunk. I mean, belligerent drunk and laughing at his buddy, how he got beat by a guy with two Webers. Me. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I go, that's the guy on the internet. That's going stick burners for life. Yeah. Ride or die. Out there rusting in his yard. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, Hey man, it really doesn't matter. Just cook on whatever. It does, and that's just it. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you could say what you want to say. Like if you look at what we've cooked. We've cooked on everything. And I've won on everything. Yeah, too. I've won on pellet cookers. And we cooked on that Weber for weeks and weeks. And I mean, we had breakfast on it. Yeah, we made yeah. like we did everything yeah. on that thing. Anyway, so for the record, bury the hatchet. I, I don't hate pellet cookers. I actually have three of them, four of them if you count my fe. Which, by the way, Golly, come we got on, man. The Effie and the we need to we need to get that old hickory in the mix. Yeah, the old hickory could solve a lot of our problems. No, it can. We oh man, I was gonna see if you'd help me pull that over there and it put it, it in my car so I no, could take it. It won't fit in your car. It will fill for sure. It will. Well, you try picking it up, then we need to move that. Let's do, do that. that. Once you come over house. one night, to we're my, not moving it to your house. Yeah, we we should. I'd use it. You I'd love it. Even, you hipsters don't have natural gas. <laughs> I don't. I'd have to get a line, but I could pick off the fireplace. So I got. I do have that now. Oh, and people say those are cheating too, and that most of the restaurants in uh, most of the barbecue restaurants period usually have that. I, you need to I watch the you. Netflix 
barbecue, the chef's table barbecue thing. Yeah. The guy out of New Zealand who doesn't, there is not an ignition source in his restaurant other yeah. than fire. Good for him. Oh God, it's insane. Yeah. You got We got to watch that one. The, uh, the, the other side of that is, is, um, uh, Oilers, JNR Oilers. That was, uh, my very, not my very first pit, but I had the JNR, uh, Little Red Smokehouse. Mine was black. They have a red version. Mm. But my very first pit I ever ran was a JNR, uh, an Oiler rotisserie. And uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Some of the people I know in Texas go, well, that's the only one that's allowed. And I'm like, why is that? And they're like, because it's all wood. And I'm like, yeah, they still got gas lines to them, dipshit. You know that, <laughs> right? But, you know, you can't fix stupid. Uh, so with that being said, cook on whatever the freaking heck you want to cook on. I don't hate pellet cookers. And I feel like I don't, it'd be hard to do if you had I, to. I, I, really, I don't even know why I just said that. Because anybody that knows me, watches our content, consumes our content, knows that's the truth. So scratch that from the record. Um, if you're one of those haters out there, you know, whatever. Like uh, I, I heard Joe Rogan say... Uh, was it Joe Rogan? It was on his podcast. You'll never meet a hater doing better. No, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, uh, dude that runs everywhere. Oh, David Goggins. David Goggins. He's probably running right now. He said, you will never meet a hater doing better than you. And I thought, there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. So. A lot of truth. All right, man. I want to thank everybody for watching. Uh, if you love what we're doing. Smash that subscribe button, ring that bell. Remember when I used to say that? Oh, don't I. Uh, Share this with a friend, and we'll catch you in the next video. Peace.